In the beginning, O God, your word subdued the chaos. In the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, your Son, to rebuke the forces of evil and to bring forth a new creation. By that same power, transform all our fear into faith and awe in your saving presence. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in union with the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. In the passage that follows, God recalls for Job that he is the Lord of creation. God has the power to do things which humans cannot explain. A reading from the book of Job. The Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? I will question you, and you shall declare to me. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who shut in the seas with doors when it burst out from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and prescribed bounds for it and set bars and doors and said, Thus far shall you come and no further, and here shall your proud waves be stopped. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In his second letter to the Christians in Corinth, St. Paul tells them, and us, that in Christ we are a new creation. In your life, what do you long to be made new? A reading reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, the love of Christ urges us on because we are convinced that one has died for all. Therefore, all have died. And he died for all so that those who live might live no longer for themselves but for him who died and was raised for them. From now on, therefore, we regard no one from a human point of view, even though we once knew Christ from a human point of view. We know him no longer in that way. So if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. See, everything has become new. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. When evening had come, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took Jesus with him in the boat, just as he was. Other boats were with him. 
a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that the boat was already being swamped. But Jesus was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him up and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? He woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. Then the wind ceased and there was dead calm. Jesus said to them, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great awe and said to one another, Who then is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The story of the storm at sea is one of my favorite scripture stories. This story speaks to the early church community about the situation that they find themselves in. They were in trouble. They were dealing with the chaos. The Roman Empire was persecuting them and, and, and murdering them. The Roman Empire crashed into Jerusalem, destroyed the temple. Where where were the Jewish people going to worship? How much of, of Jewish practice did the Jewish converts to Christianity have to let go of as the community was melded with the Gentile community? Tough questions. When Jesus suggests in the gospel that we go to the other side, the other side is where the Gentiles were. It's almost as if Jesus is asking for trouble, isn't he? Welcoming those Gentiles. How how are we all going to fit together? How will we worship How will we come to share the life of Christ as our community? You know, I've been a priest now for 46 years, a deacon the year before that. I've been preaching this gospel for, do the math, 47 years, 50 years. Come on, Jackie. (laughs) Okay. There's a line in the gospel that I never saw before. It's the weirdest thing. I never read Mark or heard it said. When they say, they took, when Mark says, they took Jesus just as he was. Did you hear that? They took Jesus just as he was. What's Mark trying to tell us? I never heard of that. I mean, how many times can I proclaim and read and proclaim this gospel and still not have seen that? It could be that the rest of the story that we heard today 
explains what it means when Mark tells us they took Jesus as he was, as he is. You see, Jesus was a man of prayer. We all have heard the stories how he spent the whole night in prayer. How he would get up early before the other guys and and just get quiet and be in the Father's presence. Could it be that because Jesus was a person who prayed, who had a deep and intimate union with the Father, he wasn't scared? Could it be that even in the midst of the wind and the storm and the boat filling up with water, because Jesus knew the Father, knew the Father's love, he wasn't afraid. He was calm and at peace. There's a story told about a little kid who was a passenger on a cross-country train. And while this train was going cross-country, and this kid was pretty much by himself, while this train was going cross-country, a terrible storm blew up, very similar to the storm in Mark's Gospel. And, and the, the, the wind was beating against the train, and the train was shaking on the tracks. The grown-ups on this train were amazed that the little boy wasn't scared. How is it? Finally, one of the grown-ups said to him, how is it that you're so calm? You don't seem afraid at all, even though we're in this storm on this train. And the little kid looked up at the grown-up and said, I'm not afraid because my daddy is the engineer. My daddy is the engineer. Can we say that? Can we say that with faith? with conviction, with courage. Our daddy is the engineer. We're not afraid. Someone once said, sometimes God calms the storm. But sometimes God calms his child. Thanks for listening to this week's service. To stay up to date on the latest news involving our parish, please visit our website at goodshepherd-sc.org.